This episode is brought to you by Shopify. Do you have a point of sale system you can trust or is it <clears throat> a real POS? You need Shopify for retail. From accepting payments to managing inventory, Shopify POS has everything you need to sell in person. Go to shopify.com slash system, all lowercase, to take your retail business to the next level today. That's shopify.com slash system. Oh my God, there's so much snow and ice and everything uh, on the ground. And we're just going to get more. Yeah. <laughs> what is happening? <laughs> of course, I mean, I guess apparently it's the whole country. It really is, though. I saw a news article that was like the biggest percentage since like in 18 years oh. is of the United States is covered with snow. Oh. Isn't that weird? That is weird. Yeah. Lots of sledding happening. Do you all have any theories on it? If you do, let us know. Let because us know. Uh, let us know. Let- <laughs> <laughs> just can't help yourself. It just has to come out. <laughs> Does Will make dad jokes too? Or is it just you? No, it's just me. Yeah, it's just me. It's good. I mean, one of you has to yeah, carry I gotta, that burden. I gotta carry the weight of it. <laughs> uh, this is the Witch's Magic Murder Mystery Podcast. And I'm Kara. I'm Megan. <laughs> and, um, and, and we're and, covered in snow. We're <laughs> covered in snow. This is my fault because really I should have been able to record this episode when we were together last week, but I didn't because I couldn't get my stuff together. And then of course, we well, get, it was like, really icy. It was starting uh, to get gross. Yeah, that's true. But it got worse. It did. <laughs> and then I had to drive here. <laughs> it, it, it hasn't gotten any better. <laughs> no, we had to. So, hi. Hey. I have today a witch story. Yes. We're yeah. mixing it up. I've been trying to find witch stories lately. They're just hard to, I mean, they're not hard to find, like, witches of the past, but just, like, more information on their stories. Yeah, I've been looking for witch episodes. Yeah. Witch stories. And it is. It's hard to find enough information to do a yeah. full episode. Because a lot of the really cool stories people happened did. a really long time ago. Yes, and people didn't want to talk about it. Yeah. Yeah. Hey, hi. Ready? Hey, here we go. Okay. Oh, uh, I think that my subconscious likes to choose stories that have people's names in them that I <gasps> will not be able to pronounce. And while Same. I did remember to check the pronunciation of certain words, I forgot yeah. to check this one. Masna Ismail. Oh. Sure. Uh-huh. She was born. Masna Ismail. She was born January 1st, 1956. Okay. And she started singing and dancing at a very young age. Okay. She was always that kind of kid. One of my kids is like that, where she's just... Oh, it's like my youngest. Singing and dancing. Just yes. a little entertainer. Yes. Yeah. Uh, she had dreams of becoming a pop star. Oh. And you know how I am about chasing dreams. Like, yeah. should do that. Go she, get them. I mean, we live in a What's world... The worst you can do is fail. Right. We live in this world where, like, if you want to write a book... You can write it and you can put it on Amazon and sell it yourself. If you want to yeah. make movies, you can make it and put it on YouTube yourself. You can yeah. create music and put it on Spotify yourself. Like we live in a world where it is like easier than ever that if you have some sort of like artistic entertainment dream, do it. Now is the time. Yeah. Yeah. Chase and it. And again, the worst you're going to do is fail. See, <laughs> well, I think the secret to my, uh, you know, amazing success. Yeah. That's why we're doing so well right now. <laughs> is that I nearly. No, I actually did fail out of college to a degree. I had to go on academic probation. Right. And so 
to me at the time, that was like the biggest failure I'd ever Uh had. And it was very upsetting. But then it was also like, I lived through it. I was such a teacher's pet, straight A student type kid up until I got to college. Uh So, And then you're just like, screw it. I'm here for the fun of it. It was a whole different world. So living through that and realizing it didn't kill me. And it's like, oh, okay. So I can fail at things and then nobody hates me. Yeah. (laughs) It's fine. So anyway, that's my little speech on going going to chase your dreams. Exactly. So if if Mazna Ismail had just like stuck with the pop star thing, uh-huh. things might have worked out better oh. for everybody. Because oh. you know, if she's on our podcast, it's did, there's did, probably did. not no not great things to say about her. No, dang. She married. Mm, oh, another good one, Mohammed Noor Afandi Abdul Rahman. He, he called himself her biggest fan, and he promised her to fund her dream of becoming the biggest pop star in Malaysia. I think I forgot to tell you all this. She was born in Malaysia. Okay. But okay. yeah, it's not like they're in America it's and he's like, like she's I'm going to make you the biggest the pop star. Club. It's, it's just not. Yeah. <laughs> we don't live in Malaysia, but I'm going to make you the biggest star yeah. there. Like she, she's going to be big in Malaysia. Yeah. No. So he promised to fund her dream, which is kind of sweet. Yeah. But don't bother thinking anything good about him. Oh, God. It's just a waste of your energy. Mazna started going by a stage name. Ooh. Which is not any better to pronounce. Mona Fandi. Oh, okay. It would help me if I had some understanding of, like, the Malaysian... You know, like, with Spanish words, I know how the vowels yes. change from English to Spanish, uh-huh. but... I took sign language, so I don't know any of that. <laughs> <laughs> but for Malaysian words, it's like, I don't, I don't even know how I could begin to make... This yeah. Time, right? So I really apologize uh, to everyone who has to hear me talk. <laughs> she released one album. Oh, good indie for her. Al- I know, but again, we don't. Okay. She's not. She's not good. Uh, an indie album that she made herself <laughs> entitled Diana, which I, I tried to look it up. I was like, can I hear this? Yeah. I couldn't find oh. it. Oh. And she made a few television appearances, huh. but her music career just didn't really didn't do well. It didn't take off okay. like she had hoped. Okay. Um, she probably didn't know how to work the social media very well. Yeah. No, this was like the early 90s. So, no, no. 50s, it must have been the 80s, 80s when she was yeah. doing this. So, yeah. there wasn't social media. No. Yeah. So, just think if this woman was able to release her own album in the 80s, she must be putting up like billboards and like ads yeah. in the newspaper. And that means you're all fully capable of doing it. Yeah. Now. <laughs> Do you? She left the music business, and like so many of us, she got into spiritual stuff and witchy stuff. Okay. You know, like we did. Yeah. Tarot cards, air- oracles. Yeah. Um, whatever. Smudging, murder. Murder, know. yeah. <laughs> but, but seriously, in Malaysia. Salt circles. <laughs> summoning demons. So. Yeah, just all the little things you dabble in when you, when you start yeah, yeah. exploring it. In Malaysia, witchcraft is a fairly lucrative business, or at least it was at the time. Oh. So this, this is like the early 90s by the time she left the music business. Oh, okay. Um, belief in magic is ingrained in Southeast Asian society. So trust in the healing power of magic right. is just a normal yeah. thing. Black magic, like what Mona was getting into in Southeast Asia, has a more nefarious intent. So it's often fueled by greed and power. Right. So when you are a person who is seeking out someone like Mona, Uh it is because you have kind of more selfish, sinister. This is why you want her to help you. Your intentions are not. Yeah. Yeah. And, you know, with witchy stuff, it's the intentions are a big deal. Yeah. You have to be really careful. It's all about the intentions. So. Mona became a local shaman. Okay. She and her husband both made a living as witch doctors, and a lot of their clients were upper-class members of society. 
Mm-mm. Mona claimed that some of her clients were politicians in the ruling United Malays National Organization oh. Party. And it's abbreviated as U-M-N-O, which spells out, um, no. Uh, and so no, <laughs> I enjoyed that the whole time. Like every article I read, I was uh, like, no, he's in the, um, no. <laughs> she had given the, her clients a variety of charms and talismans. So Mona and Muhammad were so successful that they were apparently able to buy multiple mansions oh. and a fleet of luxury cars. Mm-hmm. I had no idea you can make that kind of money. I am now what are the we doing? Town, town shaman. You're the shaman? I am now the town shaman. I do follow a shaman on Instagram, and sh- I wish it'd be great if I could follow this up by telling you all who she is. <laughs> but. but I love her, and she teaches shaman classes, oh, and she's cool. so interesting, and she's all into, like, oils and crystals and yeah. all that stuff, too. She's, like, a really cool woman. All Petruno. The- Petruno. Sarah Petruno. That's her name. Oh, man. Look at you. S A R A. H-P-E-T-R-U-N-O. I really enjoy following her. She's not like a huge account or anything, but she is a shamanic practitioner and teacher. I love it. And she does all these really cool online courses. And oh, cool. If you're into that kind of thing, I do like her. In 1993, a state assemblyman yep, named <laughs> Maslin Idris went to Mona and Muhammad for help in furthering his political career. So he sought them out because he wanted to become the chief minister, which is like the head of government for whatever state he represented in Malaysia. So I think Malaysia has like a prime minister, Uh but then each of the Malaysian states has a chief minister, or at least it did at the time. I don't know if that's still the case. Mona and her husband promised to help Maslin by giving him a talisman consisting of a cane and sabatmi headgear, which was supposedly owned by former Indonesian President Sukarno. She told Maslin that the talisman would make him invincible. Ooh. In return, they demanded 2.5 million ringgit, which was the form, the local yeah. currency. He gave her 500,000 ringgit as a deposit and then 10 land titles as like collateral oh. for the remaining 2 million. Then they set up an appointment to go to Mona's house uh-huh. for a cleansing ritual. Okay. So it's like this cleansing ritual is what you have to do. Yeah. And then we'll give you the talisman and uh-huh. all this is going to come together and you're going to be the chief minister. Yeah. And they were so successful. They were so good and well-known and they had so many powerful clients that he's like, yeah, okay. You know what I mean? Like, Oh, God. I believe this. Yeah. It's going to be, It's everything's going to turn Why out. Why wouldn't you? Yeah. yeah. On July 18th, 1993, Maslin arrived at Mona's house. And Mona, her husband, Muhammad, and their assistant were all there to perform the ritual. Uh-huh. They told Maslin to lie on the floor face up, and then Mona would place flowers on him. On him. Uh-huh. She told him to close his eyes and wait for money to fall from the sky. Yeah. I'll do that. Let's do that, too. Okay, I'm ready. I'm ready. <laughs> Shower. Me. You got plenty of flowers next door. We'll just- yeah, it'll be great. So he's laying there, eyes closed, waiting for the money to fall, and Mona's assistant Picks up an axe <gasps> and chops his head off. What? I was not expecting that. I was not either. <laughs> and I knew it was coming because I wrote that sentence. I thought they were just going to, like, drug him. Nope. No. Yeah. Why didn't they just drug him? I don't get it. Huh? I have a lot of questions Cut about this. Cut his off? So, they went on to dismember Maslin and partially skin him. I'm sorry for saying that sentence to you. Partially? I don't know why. They never, that's like, that's the extent of it. They were like, (laughs) they got to like a certain part. You know, this is too much, you guys. We already chopped his head off. Let's stop. Then Mona went on a shopping spree with Maslin's What? She bought a Mercedes Benz and had a facelift. Huh? 
I saw her pictures. It was not a good facelift. It was a botched job. It's not a good job. What, okay. So here's my here's my question that I have for you. Yeah. They are successful witch doctors. Uh-huh. In they have plenty Malaysia. of money, plenty of mansions. They have a lot of money. They have a a client base full of successful yeah. politicians. Why did they suddenly decide to, to blow it all up? up? I don't know. What? And also, is this your first murder? If this, is your very first murder a thing where you chop a man's head off while exactly, he's laying in like front of you? Just going ham. Like I what? Just, what? <laughs> also, why couldn't they have just gone to their other really successful politician clients and been like, "Hey, we have this guy that really wants this position. Can y'all help us?" Yeah, I, I don't. Now, <laughs> now, guys, we're gonna chop his head off instead. This is our plan. Yeah. I guess that the, I guess they were very convinced they'd get and away the with third it. Third person, did you say it was their housekeeper? Assistant. Assistant. Okay. The third person was in on it too. Like he's the one who actually chopped the head off. Yeah. Like grabbed the axe and was like, I got this, guys. I don't we're gonna bathe you in flowers. Uh, okay. Also, would you not be like peeking? <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I'm bad at just laying there with yeah. my eyes closed. I gotta see you. I had a Reiki healing once and they're like, lay here with your eyes closed. I just <laughs> it's real hard. It's it real is. hard for me to just lay it there is. and empty my brain and yeah. keep my eyes closed yeah. for an extended period of time. Yeah, I never know when I'm getting a massage. Like, do I close my eyes when I'm face up, or do I? <laughs> do you look? look? Around? I don't know. Like, it's what weird. if I make awkward eye contact? <laughs> <laughs> I will definitely make awkward. And then, yeah, and then you pretend that you didn't. Yeah, and you're, and you're just, just like, like, let's all, let's just all pretend that happened. Where you try to swallow, but you're like gagging on your swallow, and so you can't. You're trying not to cough at the same time. <laughs> God, I love that you, I mean, I've been completely in that situation. Thank you for making me feel more normal. Okay. Hey, it's Kaylee Cuoco for Priceline. Ready to go to your happy place for a happy price? Well, why didn't you say so? Just download the Priceline app right now and save up to 60% on hotels. So whether it's Cousin Kevin's Kazoo concert in Kansas City, go Kevin! Or Becky's Bachelorette Bash in Bermuda. You never have to miss a trip ever again. So download the Priceline app today. Your savings are waiting. Go to your happy place for a happy price. Go to your happy price, Priceline. So, meanwhile, they, she's off spinning, bought a Mercedes-Benz, had a yeah. bad facelift. Meanwhile, Moslin had been reported missing after he withdrew 300,000 ringgit from his bank accounts, and he missed several um, no events. Uh-oh. <laughs> Initially, because... He'd withdrawn that big chunk yeah. of money. People kind of thought that maybe he disappeared on purpose. Right. And there weren't, like, any leads to go yeah. off of. And it just didn't, like, it didn't seem like there was going to be much of an investigation. Yeah. It's like, he took out a bunch of money and disappeared. He's mm-hmm. gone. But then, a couple days after the murder, that assistant gets arrested <gasps> for something totally unrelated. Something about drugs. Oh, God. <laughs> so I while mean, if you're going to do sketchy things, yeah. don't be doing... You get one sketchy thing. Yeah. And if it's going to be murdered, that's enough. Yeah. Um, while he was in police custody, he confessed to murdering Maslin. So oh. how many drugs do you think he was on? Yeah. To like, you're, you're arrested for something totally unrelated. Guys. They're not even suspecting you. Even know what I did. Yeah. <laughs> I mean, what? Is that why you did it? You yeah. Think? He's like, listen, I'm definitely a badass. Okay. Yeah. You may have arrested me for cocaine. You don't even know. Guess what? What I I've gotten away with. Two days ago. Two days. So, on July 22nd, which is four days after the murder, the assistant led the police to Maslin's body. It was found in 18 different pieces, 
all buried in a storeroom in an uncompleted house near Mona's house, and then it was sealed over with a concrete cap. They also found an altar and statues of deities, as well as knives and an axe at the scene. So it's like, let's just leave the murder weapon here. Yeah. Let's, let's make sure all the evidence We've is one place. We've cleansed the area. Yeah. It's good. It really simplifies things for the police if yeah. you just put everything here. Yeah. And and also put it near pile. your house yeah. so they know where to find yeah. you. It's good. That's nice. Yeah. They also found a thirty eight Smith & Wesson revolver, which oh. belonged to Maslin, that was also found buried in the area. Oh, okay. Um, some parts of Maslin's body were never found, and there were rumors <laughs> that Mona, Muhammad, and their instant assistant had eaten them. I'm really sorry for saying that, too. Huh? So we <laughs> I just couldn't leave that out. Like, I just don't. No, I don't know. <sighs> Had they gotten so into black magic that they just lost their minds. You know what I mean? Yeah. Like, I just, I can't go back to the, they were successful. They were fine. They had a client base of powerful people. They were, they had they to were known make a for being good at their job. Three displeases later. <laughs> Here we are. <laughs> just, <laughs> why did they subtly... <laughs> Murder somebody. I don't. And why they and do it like this? Head. And he had a revolver. Why didn't he get shot? I don't. I don't know. Chopped his head off and then skinned, partially skinned him, and, and then, then cut him into and maybe pieces. maybe ate him. We're not sure. So anyway, Mona, her husband, and her assistant were arrested, and the trial began. Uh, side note: It was one of the last trials by jury in Malaysia. Trial by jury was abolished on January first, nineteen ninety-five. So oh. they don't they don't do that anymore. Oh. They were all three charged with the murder under Section 302 of the Malaysian Penal Code, a crime that came with a mandatory death sentence. Hmm. So, during the trial, uh-huh. Mona acted super weird. <laughs> so, remember how she grew up as a child wanting to be famous? And, yeah. You know, yeah. tried to become a pop star. <clears throat> this is her limelight. She she was the star of the show. Um, she appeared cheerful through the whole thing. She po- she posed for pictures. Oh my god! Like you know how usually like the mur- the, the they suspects look like they, they cover yeah. their heads up yeah. with a jacket and they keep yeah. their head down. They don't. Yeah. Nope, that's not her. She's oh. like she's like waving and um, smiling, just real happy to be there. Yeah. You know, just glad her face is in the papers. She wore these like big, extravagant, expensive clothes. Oh my god! Like bright, yeah, colored. Uh, and at one point, she said, it looks like I have many fans. <laughs> oh, okay. She's lost her damn mind. She's wild. And I'm like, I'm super into true crime, and I've never heard of you. So let's yeah. just simmer down. Let's just, um, let's not do this. Although, right apparently, now. in Malaysia, like, they said that this trial was just a media circus. So oh. she may not have been, like, the biggest pop star in Malaysia. Yeah. But she was she was something. A something and she star. Was something. She was well known. Yeah. And so Mona was super loving that. They were all found guilty. <laughs> And sentenced to death by hanging. Okay. After they were sentenced, so they get the sentence, and Mona right. says, I am happy and thankful to all Malaysians. Huh? Because now it's the Grammys. I, <laughs> like, what are you talking about? <laughs> what? Do you have anything to say for yourself? I'm just, let me take the Ma'am, time. Do you have any last words? I'd like to thank all my fans. She like shuffles her. I'd like to thank my cards. husband. For helping me commit this crime. I'd like to thank our assistant Don't for getting forget arrested. Oh, he's he's so worked so hard. could be in these magazines. I'd like to thank all, all the people who helped me get here. I would love to thank the maker of the axe. What? <laughs> it's just the weirdest. She's the, what? What is she doing with her life? She's she just, weird anything for fame. So the three of them filed appeals and sought pardons, all of which were denied. 
While in prison, it was often rumored that paranormal occurrences took place in the vicinity of Mona's jail cell, and there were claims that Mona often used her powers to leave the prison to have a drink but return before dawn. Huh? Uh, This rumor was denied by the prison officer. Okay, good. But I included it in the story anyway. Yeah. (laughs) Because it's just fun. That's what? Oh, yeah. They were hanged on November 2nd, 2001. And I thought this was interesting. I don't know why. But they were, like, all three of them were brought out to the gallows. There were three nooses. They were all hung at the exact same time. Oh. I don't know. I guess I always think of execution being a solitary experience. But they... They committed the crime together, together. so oh, they all they're died together. together. Yeah. And a prison official said that none of them showed any remorse as they were executed. Hmm. When Mona was executed, she was still super calm and smiling. And she said, I can't. I will never die. Oh. But then she did. She did. She, did. <laughs> she was wrong about that. The case led to calls for witchcraft to be outlawed. But, I mean, witchcraft is not... The problem here. Yeah, it's crazy. <laughs> She's crazy. It's crazy. But all three of them are crazy. Yeah. To this day, two of Mona's abandoned mansions still stand. Okay. And they are considered hotspots for adventure seekers and ghost hunters. So people, oh. like locals won't go near the homes because they believe that since you can't take your possessions with you when you die, oh. all of the products of Mona's years of practicing black magic have still her. reside in the house. Oh. So would you go in there? Uh, people do. It says it's a hot spot for adventure seekers and ghost hunters. I'm a little nervous that I would bring her home with me. Uh, yeah, I was going to say, I wouldn't go because I'd be afraid something would get attached to me. Yeah, I don't want... I don't know if it'd be her, but... No, no, no. I wouldn't no, go. No. I don't, and yeah, I like no. that kind of thing. I like scary, creepy things. I do, but things. I don't want her crazy to come with me. Black magic scares me. Right. Okay. So many have claimed to see the appearance of Mona at night near her house or at the prison where she used to stay. And they said that Mona's spirit is so strong that it can't vanish. Those who have ventured into the house agreed that the house carries a very dark energy that is undeniable. Well, somebody needs to take some smudge sticks. <laughs> Let's all <laughs> donate our smudge sticks yeah. to Malaysia. I tried really hard. I searched for, like, I wanted to hear about people's experiences, yeah. like specific experiences. Yeah. And it's like, this house is on, if you just, it's like the Mona Fandley airplane house is the main one people talk about uh-huh. it looks really creepy and abandoned the pictures of it are pretty cool if you like Ooh. i love looking at yeah. abandoned buildings and stuff so that's cool but it's just that like it's on every list of like the top five most haunted oh. places in malaysia but then there's no all they do is say it's haunted because it belonged to her yeah. they don't tell you what happens yeah there was a movie made about this case it's called it's d-u-k-u-n which translate to shaman in English. So, hmm. Dukun, Dukun, I'm not sure. It was filmed in 2006, but they didn't release it because of concerns from Mona's family. Oh. But then it was leaked online, and then that led to its release in 2018. Oh. As far as I could tell, it it it's, wasn't really released here. Yeah. But um, you could look at the trailer on YouTube, Ooh. and even if you can't understand what they're saying, it's, right. it's, it's pretty creepy. Ooh. So, I'm sure that... There is somewhere you can watch this movie online if you're yeah. interested and want to check it out. Um, and it says it's loosely based on this loosely. murder. But it was enough that Mona's family didn't want it released. So. Oh. Yeah. Shoot. And that's, that's the story of That is Mona, not at all where I thought that was going. Malaysian pop star, witch doctor, and Murder. murderess. Yeah. That, do you think she was like the visionary behind all of that? She was like, listen... 
I never got to be in the movies. So here's. I mean, maybe she did just get bored. Yeah. You know what I mean? Like yeah. if she was just like, I'm good at this. I'm successful. Yeah. Here's how this is going to play. Let's out blow up my life. Yeah. And go out with a bang. Yeah. That could be. I mean, yeah. that makes as much sense to me as anything else. Yeah. Or that, she, you know, or the they Black Magic they just took over. told by whoever runs Black Magic. I feel that like if they that's needed the case, to do this, she would have said that. I feel like yeah. that would have been part of the story. Oh, that's true. Like when she was questioned, she was she... like, well, we were told. Yeah, there was nothing like that. Lucy said, little Lucifer said. I, I never did find an explanation for it. Like, I don't know why they did it. She it, just that's wanted what to. That's my mind. She just felt the need. Yeah, apparently. Ugh. I don't know. I don't know. To chop people up. And and then went and got a Mercedes Benz and a facelift? I mean, your facelift didn't last very long. Did yeah. it even have a chance to heal? <laughs> <laughs> Did you have to go back for a touch-up? Because No, that's... she didn't get to go back for her perfecting session. Nope, that's not good. <laughs> um, so that's it. That is, this, that is our story today. Um, we, guys, started a Facebook group, if you guys haven't seen yes. that yet. You can look it up on Facebook, which is Magic Murder and Mystery Podcast Discussion Group, I think. I think so. It is a private group. You can find it, but then you can't see who's in it until you join. And all those posts in there are private. We'd love for you to join. So we'll put stuff in there about the episodes. We'll put stuff in there about just like whatever cool things we find. And then you guys are welcome to post stuff too. We'd love to have discussions about, it can be about anything that we talk about on here, but also just whatever you find interesting. Because chances are, we find it. if you find it interesting, we'll find it interesting. (laughs) Yeah, there's an article I put in there just this week that is about the Dyatlov Pass. Ooh. I was just telling Kara yes. this. There's a group of eight hikers who went hiking on Dyatlov Pass to commemorate yeah. the nine hikers who had disappeared there in the 50s yeah. that Kara did that episode a few weeks ago. And then these eight hikers never returned. Vanish. So I put an article in there about it in case you want to read it. Because it's very like, what happened? And if you really look into it, I'm having a hard time understanding if there is actually a group of hikers missing or not. Yeah. Because if they went up. So there's a group of people who are like, we know these eight hikers went up there and they were supposed to come back and they've never come back. But then if you look into it, it's like, well, if they were, they were supposed to register before they went hiking and this group didn't register. So it's very confusing. Yeah. But it is an interesting story. Yeah. <laughs> so read more about it. And then if you find out any more about it, go comment yeah. on that post. Yeah, please I'm curious. do. Yeah, we want to know all the things. All right. Uh, hope you guys are warm and safe and happy wherever you are. Yeah. It's gross. It's gross here. <laughs> it is real gross. But it's fun to sled. I went yeah. sledding yesterday for the first time in years. Yeah. And it was terrifying because there's... A thin layer of snow on top of a thick layer of ice. So oh, you sled a lot faster. And when you're trying to walk up that hill, you got to dig your heels Ooh, it's in. brutal. Yeah. Brutal. But I'll workout. probably do it again yeah. tomorrow because it's supposed yeah. to snow again. Hopefully it tonight. adds a little more padding. I hope so. Snow. I hope so. Yeah. <laughs> All right. All right. Goodbye. Goodbye.